1: Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune of interviewing Diane Gardner from AdeptBusiness.biz. Diane is a resident of Rathdrum and owns Adept, Adept Business Services. She's got a degree in accounting from San Jose State. She's an enrolled agent and accredited tax preparer, a certified tax coach, and a certified QuickBooks Pro advisor and a certified Profit First potential from our friend, Mike. She's been doing this over six, over 30 years. She's a best-selling author. She's written over five books. She's a Quilly Award winner. She's got a whole bunch of other things amazing going on. Diane, thank you so much for joining us.
2: You're welcome, Seth. It's an honor and a privilege to be on your program today.
1: All right, let's go back in time. You've been doing this a while. Why did you become an accountant in the first place?
2: Oh, that's a really funny question. Back when I was in high school, I lived in a little small mining town, and back then... Girls got married and had babies and were wives. And I wanted something different. And my shop teacher's wife was an accountant. And I loved what she did for people and decided I wanted to be like her. And that's what sent me on my journey of becoming an accountant.
1: All right. So that sent you on your journey of becoming an accountant. Tell us a little bit about, uh, because you've got a very interesting practice. You're in a very, very small town, of like six thousand people, but yet you serve you serve clients nationwide. Tell us a little bit about what your what your areas of expertise are and uh, kind of how you're different.
2: Well, the biggest way I'm different, Seth, is that I specialize in proactive tax planning. So that means I get to work with successful entrepreneurs all over the U.S. And I get to help them save money on their income tax returns by putting together a plan. Most people don't realize that you can plan your way to a lower tax liability. So that allows me to be different because I get to be kind of a superhero when we get to tax season the following year and say, look at how much money we put back in your pocket. It might be 10 or 15 or 30,000, might be a couple hundred thousand and Uh, We keep score, and to date, we're a little over 3.2 million that we've been able to put back in pockets for our clients. That is
1: absolutely incredible. I am sure all of our viewers and listeners would like an extra 3.2 million back from the government. That is awesome. What are some of the most common mistakes entrepreneurs make when it comes to their taxes?
2: The biggest mistake, Seth, is they don't realize that they can plan. They, they just kind of, they get so busy running their business and it doesn't seem to matter what industry they're in. They're just, just go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden the end of the year is over. They bundle up all their stuff, take it to their account and to their tax preparer. And then the bad news gets delivered. You had a really good year this year, but, and now this is how much tax you owe where if they would have known that they could plan throughout the year, we could be meeting quarterly, semi-annually, whatever that might work for them and developing a plan. And then at the end of the year, when you bring your stuff into your accountant, the good news is, is you only paid this much in tax and we saved this much in tax. And that's a completely different story.
1: It is a completely different story. And I've gone through over seven different accountants, none of whom, the the only suggestion I, when I asked every single accountant, what can we do? I think I'm paying too much in taxes. This is ridiculous. How can I reduce that? The only answer I ever got was, well, you should max out your 401k. That was it. So boring. yes, very boring. All right. So Let's talk you mentioned you've said the word plan numerous times. For those of us who don't forward tax planning, what can you I don't want you to give away any of your secrets to us, but can you give me an example of let's say a client without naming any names of, hey, this is what they were doing. Here's one change I suggested they make and how it impacted them. You bet.
2: One of my very first tax plans came to be for a sales tax reason. They were getting audited from another state who thought that they owed them some sales tax. And in the process, I was looking at their tax returns and about fell off my chair when I saw how much tax they were paying. And it turned out they had outgrown their entity type. And by doing some rearranging with their entity type, and then we also added in a retirement plan, to date, we've saved them about $335,000 in tax, which he then turned around, bought a commercial building, and has paid cash for it.
1: Wow. That is, Which is absolutely, amazing. Yeah, that's yes. absolutely incredible. What are, um, you've written quite a few books. Um, let's talk about why do you think so many CPAs are missing the boat on the things that you do? Conventional
2: CPAs are super good for the most part on putting the right numbers in the right boxes, but unfortunately that's all the further they take it for the most part. Now there are always exceptions, but I see this constantly is that the client just gets handed the tax bill, it, the beautiful tax return. It's done correctly. I, I, you know, normally, I can't find a lot wrong with it, but there's missed opportunities. And there's a difference between a mistake and a missed opportunity. And if you're not looking for the missed opportunities, then all you get is a tax return, i.e. your conventional accountant. And they're not thinking. They're not stopping to think. And part of it is because the client's only seeing them during tax season, And during tax season, we are all buried in files, buried in appointments. And that's not when you get the best productive brain, you know, the use of your accountant. You want to be able to set up that plan and then be working with that person throughout the year so that we can be coming up with strategies. It's so much fun to come up with various strategies for people and watch their eyes light up and go, well, how come nobody else told me about this?
1: Yes, absolutely. That makes total sense. What are... um uh, you've got another book, ten most expensive tax tax mistakes that cost you thousands. Um, what's an example? You talked about outgrowing the entity type is why your CPA didn't tell me that. What are some uh, what's a, uh, an expensive tax mistake you see regular CPAs making all the time that you're able to help fix?
2: A lot of times I see them missing the ability to be able to write off their medical expenses through their business. So a lot of us, by the time you pay that health insurance and any other out-of-pocket medical, you're probably spending ten to twenty thousand a year. Well, what if you could pull that inside your business and write it off instead of missing it over on your personal return? Because now you're not even able to itemize for the most part because of the new standard deduction.
1: Okay, so hang on. I'm gonna. I don't speak tax. I am not an accountant, nor do I try and play one on TV. So, and I'm not a member of the TV lawyers, TV accountants of America. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about what you just said and turn it a little bit into some English. Okay. Um, so what does that mean when you talk about, when you talk about, can just re-explain it, kind of dumb it down for us just a little okay. bit?
2: So most people, when most people. I'm going to say most business owners, entrepreneurs, when you're paying your health insurance, you're hoping that you can write it off over on your itemized deductions, or at least get a self-employed health insurance deduction. You're hoping those things, one of those things work out. Well, with the new tax law, standard deduction is now $24,000 on a married couple, $12,000 for a single. And so you're pretty well losing a lot of those deductions that you may have had before. And one of those deductions are, that people are potentially losing now is the ability to write off any medical out-of-pocket costs. So if we could do some strategizing and maybe a little bit of maneuver, man, maneuvering or manipulating with how, they, how they're running their business, there is the potential that we could pull all those costs inside their business and be able to write them off and save income tax, and then depending what their entity type is, potentially even self-employment tax.
1: Okay, so that is obviously amazing. So right now, for example, I'm gonna selfishly use myself. Um I pay health insurance and hopefully I'm deducting my premium my, my premium every month. Are you saying there's other things I could be deducting as well?
2: Yes. Yes, and in the right circumstances, you could be deducting not only your premiums, but all your out-of-pocket costs.
1: Uh, like copays and stuff.
2: Copays, prescriptions, oh, chiropractor, wow. eye doctor, no dental, idea. Okay. all those kinds of things.
1: All right, well, we, I know you can't give tax advice, personalized tax advice, obviously in a vacuum on a podcast, but um, that's obviously got me and hopefully a lot of our listeners and viewers really intrigued. What do you like best about what you do?
2: I think- what I like best is I get to meet some of the neatest people across the U.S. I'm not just limited to the people in my little small hometown. I've got clients all over that, I, that we meet up on Zoom, just like you and I are doing today. We meet up on Zoom. And then when I travel, because I hit conferences all over the U.S., whether I'm speaking at them or I'm a vendor at them, if, if it's possible, I'll detour off and go visit one of them. And that has been an amazing little addition to the fact that I have to travel. Now I have clients all over the U.S. and I get to go meet them in person and we'll have dinner together and do some strategy session or whatever. And it has just really changed the way I do business.
1: That is absolutely incredible. What um, do you work in? Is there any particular industry that you like working in better that you find more opportunities in?
2: I really like working with kind of service businesses. I stay away from manufacturing because I know just enough to get myself in trouble. Uh, But all the service industry, the medical industries, those are, are wonderful groups of people that work so hard and are almost always overpaying their tax. And I always tell these people that we all have to pay our fair share of tax, but nobody says we have to give the IRS a big tip.
1: That is an excellent way to describe it. That is awesome. Who is um, who is an ideal client for you?
2: Anybody who is paying enough tax that they say, ouch. Uh,
1: that could obviously be a wide range. I'm sure there's, what does, um, do you have any types of minimums in terms of, well, if you're only paying X, it's not even going to be worth it. I can't help you type of thing.
2: I like to help businesses that are, probably at least 500000 a year in sales on up into the millions. Um, they may or may not have an in-house bookkeeper. If not, we do offer a full-service accounting firm behind it. Uh, but we're looking for the successful people, the ones who are paying tax. And as their business is growing, their tax is growing. And it's becoming more and more painful to have to pay that amount out each and every year.
1: Awesome. Those, okay. Those
2: are the ones that are really fun to work with.
1: I can see why. All right. That makes a ton of sense. And obviously, uh, your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate all of the time and the tips you've spent with us. Obviously, you've got a number of um, resources available for folks um, who fit that ideal client profile. Where is the best place for our listeners or viewers to go to learn more about what you're doing?
2: Well, Seth, we have a special link just for you. And it is www.taxcoachforyou.com. So it's taxcoach, the number four, you.com forward slash sharkpreneur. And with there we would love to give away our 2018 19 um, tax planning guide. And then we also have resources of free books and things like that that we do because I'm all about educating people, helping them make better decisions and become more profitable.
1: That is awesome. Okay, can you give us that link one more time before you go?
2: You bet. www.taxcoachforyou.com forward slash Sharkpreneur.
1: Awesome. We will send everyone there. Thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This will probably be um, the one of the few podcasts that actually puts money, uh, potentially a substantial amount of money back in your pocket. We've been here. This is Seth Green. Uh, with Diane from adeptbusiness.biz. Diane, thank you so much for joining us.
2: You're welcome, Seth. Thanks for having me on your program.
1: Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done?